Glory to Jesus Christ, sister. <laughs> Glory to him forever. Just a disclaimer. Um, this episode you're about to listen to is is one of two episodes um, on the same topic. So it was we were in the zone and the Holy Spirit was moving in our in our discussions of monastic life. Uh, so we are going to split this episode in two since we went over an hour. Um, so please, after this episode is done, please understand it will be continued next week. And the next week we will just pick up where we left off. It was not intended to be recorded as two, but after it was done, we decided to cut it in half because of the length. But we also think the topic is good enough that you will uh, anticipate and, and look forward to the second week. So at the end of this one, you will, you will know it will be continued. But I think you'll be excited because we have a guest on with us today who is um, both very familiar and very new. Nice paradox reference, sister. Yeah. Amen. God bless you all. Enjoy. Hello, dear ones. You're listening to the What God Is Not podcast with Father Michael O'Loughlin and Sister Natalia. Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory forever. Christ is ascended. Glorify him. <laughs> up, up and away. <laughs> uh, <okay. laughs> That's what I like to say. I am really surprised that our church never developed, at least our church, meaning our Ruthenian Church in America, never developed a greeting for ascension. I like that you said, <laughs> you said, our church never. And by that, I mean our church. <laughs> yes, Nash, ours. Um, Nas, Nas, Nash, Nash, Nash. I think it's Nash. We're getting weird. Keep going. All right. Um, so we are sitting here. Um, <laughs> I thought you meant like we're getting weird. Keep going. I keep getting weirder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's one of the ways that you and I are different. I feel like every episode should start with one way that you and I are very different and we would never run out. Even go. though we've recorded so many episodes, do you know what we're celebrating today? Episode 52. No. Oh. <laughs> episode, <laughs> episode 53. Oh, 53. Which is um, the time of our one-year anniversary. Is it really 53? Yeah. Okay. I was making a joke about 52 weeks in a year. That Maybe was my it 52. is 52. Maybe I'm getting confused because, I mean, there are 52 weeks in a year. That's correct. But maybe I'm getting confused because of, um, you know how on the spreadsheet there's like the number and then the episode number? Yes. No, I think this is episode 53. I'm pretty sure. Whatever it is. I'm going to look it, it is, up. This is our one-year anniversary. One-year anniversary. This is going to come out on yes. our one-year anniversary. We are recording on Ascension Thursday, 2021. Yeah. In the year of the COVID. Which is... In the second year of the COVID, <laughs> actually the third year oh, technically, no, we since it is called no. COVID nineteen. Um, yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, the I'm I'm going to look up what episode number this is, but also um, I Your don't phone's know. Making clicks on the recording. Sorry, it's okay. Wait, I, still I'm just commenting? Yeah, well, it's not. Doing try anything. holding it away from the mic. Nope, still doing it. That's okay. I don't know how to stop it. It's okay. I'll turn it off. No, no, it's fine. Let me just check. You, you do you. You know I hate that phrase. <laughs> you are the worst. Um, anyways, the, the, 
I don't know what episode. I don't know what episode. We're, oh, I'm I'm opening the spreadsheet right now. W G I N episodes. This it is, really doesn't matter. This is episode. I'm not going to love you any more or less depending on what episode it is. This it's, is 53. Yes. So we're just doing like this is going to come out on the same day as probably as our first Ish. episode, which yeah. makes sense. It's 53 weeks because if it comes out on the same day, then you have. A it's week. even oh like, that's strange. Could be two weeks plus one more week to land on the day. It's coming out on literally the same day, oh, June second. Last year was a leap year. Oh wait, what was health? what was that? I don't know. What was that voice that we just heard? Who is not Father Michael <laughs> or Sister Natalia? It's Dokimos Olivia. Dokimos. Why are you no longer intern Olivia? Because. I entered the monastery yesterday. <gasps> Last night. Last night. On Liturgically for the today. <laughs> so Aww. intern Olivia, who you guys have heard from before, is now a dokimos. I don't know what else to call it. You're not a nun yet. That starts no, next. No, dokimos. That's correct. Okay. So, so first of all. <laughs> I don't know what else to call it other than what it is. <laughs> so I'm just very excited about this and I want to I want to start talking about it. So what There's, is. You can absolutely hear that on the recording. You must be able what to. What is dokimos mean? Thing. No, I'm playing, I'm playing an accordion here in the background. And can't, can't <laughs> what I'm, is, playing, I'm playing with a strap that holds What does dokimos mean? It means <laughs> one who is proven through testing. Really? Yeah. So it scary. means like, oh, I okay. So it doesn't mean you're already proven, not you have no. been proven, but you will be proven. Yeah, yes. you will be proven through testing. So this uh-huh. is this is a year. You have one year, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe longer. Up but to two. Up to two. One from anywhere from one to two years. When when a woman first enters a Byzantine monastery, and it's a time of of testing. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> That's why she's in the room across from me. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's cool. So it just means it, it, one who is being proven. Is that what you said? Sorry. What's that exact definition you said or close enough? Yeah. One who is proven through testing. One who is proven through testing. Okay. I like that. I didn't know. I, th- I thought it was like beginner or something. I thought it was even more boring than that. Did you say far be- more intense Did you say beginner? Beginner. Beginner. Is it beginner? Or what are you making fun of? What yeah. are pronouncing? It's beginner? Begin. Like to begin. You make fun no. of everything that I say weird, and they, you definitely say <laughs> Only that just like, no. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, beginner. Begin. Beginner. Okay, wow. beginner. That's interesting. You finally found one that I pronounced wrong? Um, onion. What did, what did a junta? <laughs> junta. 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 Now you up. Junta, onion, begin. What did somebody say? Oh, we, we had somebody last night pronouncing a couple things funny, but he always does that. Um, um, but there was, what was it? Something else. Somebody else preached. Somebody else pronounced something weird. But anyway, I don't. I'm not a big fan of this type of banter. Anyway, um, um, wait. I, I have something along this banter. Okay. So I, I was, this is really embarrassing. I was reading out loud from Year of Grace of Our Lord, um, which is that's a really good book. Um, we can put it on Goodreads. That's surely on Goodreads, right? Anyways, I don't know. Year of I don't know. I don't think so. We should look. No, nah, I'm going to try. Year of Grace of Our Lord is um, it's it's a book. Um, by an Eastern, a monk of the Eastern Church, um, I think. And they walk through like the feast days and the Sundays and, and things like that of the year. So anyways, we're, I'm reading from this, but, the, but some of it's like old English and stuff. So I'm reading from this for the feast of... Um, Pascha? 
No, 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 no. This was recent. Posca was Sunday recent. of the Man Born okay. Blind. It was for Sunday of the Man Born Blind. And um, I'm reading out loud, and it's just me and Father Dufresne and one other guest in the chapel because something went crazy, and I was the only nun in the chapel. So I'm reading, and there's this word that I get to that I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea what this word is. So I just pronounce it exactly as it looks. So I say, Gowler, and I say, Gowler. Um, and, and the first time oh. I see it, do you know this? Because yes. I did not. So <laughs> clearly. So the first time I see it, I'm like, I don't know what that word is, but I'm just going to pretend I'm confident. And, and then I said it. But then it comes up like six more times. And I'm like, well, shoot, now I've got to be consistent and in my fake confidence. And so I keep going. And... um. And Father afterwards, like, Father Dufresne, <laughs> right. So afterwards, Father Dufresne, he, um, he and I are walking. It's just him and me. He's very good at like, like, you know, private um, correction. He doesn't want to like embarrass anyone. And he's just like. He doesn't like embarrass you on podcasts that go out to the whole world. Right. And so he says, um, so he's like, um, Sister Natalia, that, that word that you were reading um, before Vespers, was it spelled G-A-O-L-E-R? And I said, yeah. And he was like. That's the old English spelling for jailer. <laughs> I was like, you're probably reading Acts of the Apostles. Yes. And Paul is saving the jailer. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that was super But you made it sound like a two-gallon bucket of beer. That would be a, a growler. A growler, yes. Two of them. I know. That's what I was... Anyways. If you don't know that that's the old English growlers. spelling of it, can you like... Can you see how that's how that would... Anyways. Yeah. I wouldn't have known. Oh, that makes me feel better. Thanks, Docomos Olivia. <laughs> so, anyways, that's that's proven the proven through testing. Proven through testing. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 what is the process? Can you just can what do you do to explain what's the process from a girl's a, a girl's or a woman's first like investigations into a monastery to where Docomos's Olivia is now? Um, official and unofficial. Okay, so. Um, official and unofficial. I don't even know what that means. Unofficial is like, you know, she just visits and then she. Oh, I see. Kind of like falls in I love see. with the life. I see. And then she just likes wearing black, you know, all those things. And then there's Do like. Do you want to describe it, Father Michael? <laughs> no. <laughs> Father Michael, what is it like for a woman to be I'll discerning? Do, I'll, I'll describe the unofficial just because I'm your spiritual father, sister. But. Um, the. Yeah, so, so typically it would be. Um, uh, a woman might um, might meet us or hear about us and 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 reach out or or come to visit. Um, and oftentimes, it's just that people are coming to visit because they're they're just interested in in praying with us and and getting to know us and being friends with us and all of that. And then sometimes the Lord develops something in their heart from there. Um, but yeah, once once a woman's actually discerning monastic life. She would typically come to the monastery for for multiple visits, and and it might be like if they're local, it might be like Olivia would often come, just um, pray vespers and have dinner with us, or she would come for um, for a feast day or something like that, and then gradually it was like she would come for a weekend and things, um, you know, and then and then maybe once like she as was a more. Stick? That would sometimes, sometimes okay. as a Pustinic, she would come on Pustinia too. Um, but then also sometimes just to like to live the life that we're living. Like once she was more seriously discerning. Um, so um, coming for a weekend, or then later a week, and and following our prayer schedule during work time, like helping us with our work, kind of thing. 
um, because which is which is very um, that's very much in line with I don't remember if I've talked about this before on the podcast, but that's very much in line with the Eastern view of monasticism in general, mm-hmm. because in, in the East, like in, in the West, you might have um, certain classes that you take or like you do different things in your different stages of formation. And, um, and in the East, it's very much apprenticeship model. Mm. So um, <laughs> I'm just remembering a time that I tried to explain to someone not from America what the word apprentice was. And um Anyways, I, just, I was like, you know, in old time, and, and, you know, I said, I said, you know how in times of old, and I was like, did I just say times of old? Um, and I was like, you know how they would have like clockmakers, and I'm like, that's what I went with, clockmakers. Anyways, um, but it's it's very much the apprenticeship model. So so in our monastery, I'm skipping ahead a little bit, and then I'll come back to to discernment um, to the beginning of discernment. But in our monastery, it's um, or in Eastern monasteries, it's like your discernment at the monastery, you're just living the life of a nun. So so now that Olivia is a docomos, she has basically all of the same responsibilities as me hmm. as as um, a Rassifor nun. I forgot what I was for a second. So just real quick, this would be, we'll explain that in a moment, but this would be, if you're Roman Catholic, like the equivalent of a postulant. Sort of, yeah. We, it's not an exact equivalent, but um, yeah, because we don't have as many stages, so there's not... Um, oh, okay. Exact equivalence, but um, what and what I am right now is sort of a mixture between like a novice and a temporary professed. Um, but but so Olivia and Olivia and I follow the same schedule. Um, she comes to all the same prayers. She will have obediences just like I do. She like Which is all like of jobs, these things, work yeah, the chores at the monastery um, and things like that. So anyway, so it is. It, it's that's why I say it's actually very much in line with that view of monasticism when we have discerners who are visiting and, and they just kind of like enter into our life. Um, so for, for instance, we have, um, we have a discernment retreat. Um, like whenever we have a discernment retreat, it's not like, we do have a couple talks, we have a confession night, things like that. But, but really it's like people entering into our life because mm-hmm. um, that's one of the most effective ways to realize if this is what you're called to is like, well, just live it <laughs> and see what the Lord is speaking to you through that. Um, so, yeah. Um, so Olivia's local. So she was able to make lots of, of visits, um, shorter visits, longer visits, things like that. And then um, eventually when you want to take the, the next formal step, um, because that would be like an inquirer, I think is what we call it in our typicon mm-hmm. is someone who's just kind of like visiting. She's, she's interested. Um, but then the next official step would be an observer. So that's when you come for a three to six week visit at the monastery. And again, you're just living the life of the nuns. You're expected to be at all the prayers. You're expected to um, meet with mother on a regular basis to um, work during the work times, etc. cetera. Um, and... And then after the observership, the the next stage would be to apply to enter. Um, and most of the nuns applied either during or at the end of their observership. Okay. Um, I, as I'm sure I've shared before on the podcast, I just um, I took more time with things and kept kind of like running away and dating some guys for a while and then coming back. So anyways, I took a, I took a break between observership and, and applying. But if that, if that break were long enough, 
we would definitely ask someone to do another observership. You know, if it's like right. it's been two years since your observership, you would you yeah. would need to do another. You've one, changed, but. and the, the monastery's yeah, changed. Absolutely. Both, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and and I guess that's that's the point of observership. I'm I'm glad that you say it like that. Like you've changed, and the monastery's changed because the observership. Um, it's about the woman observing the life and discerning the life, um, but it's also about the community discerning mm-hmm. a life with this with this woman. Um, not like we're not like watching everything that that an observer does, and it's not like um, yeah, it's it's very. I felt very comfortable on my observership. I didn't feel like I was being like watched or something, and I I think Olivia probably felt the same. Yeah, um, so, totally. but. Um, but it is, I think that's a really, really important point to make because people get confused about that so often. Like we've had women who are just like so sure that they're called to our monastery. And so they can't understand why we wouldn't. And, and it's like, this isn't just your discernment. <laughs> like it's also our discernment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's part of Especially it being the for discernment a, of the will a, of God. such an intimate community life. Oh yeah, we're so small. Yeah, and, and you, you share everything and you, you can't get away from each other ever, right? Ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. So, uh, salty about it. so what was the uh, what was the things that you guys annoyed about Olivia when you talked about it? <laughs> there's I did, there's I did, no one here to laugh I at your joke. I right didn't now. even get an eye roll. It was just a death glare. <laughs> <laughs> and Olivia was smiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's because she politely laughs at your. So, your, so you're you're a dokimos. You're 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 tried, proven, and tried for a year. And then you, and then if if you come out on the other end, okay. And you, you 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 want to continue discerning, and the monastery wants you to continue discerning. Then you become a rasafor, which is the robe bearer, right? That's what that means. So then that's a little more boring of a. I guess that's why I thought doki most just meant something simple because stavrafor and rasafor just mean what you're wearing, right? Yeah, but that's I mean that's not boring. No, but it's it's just it's just it's it's like um it's like a epitrachelion. Do you know what that means? No. Do you know what that is? Yes. Okay. <laughs> epitrachelion is the stole that the priest wears. It's the stole, wears. right? But it just it just means like over the shoulders. Oh, that's boring. Right, exactly. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like sometimes sometimes we use these Byzantine things and it's just it's literally just descriptive. So I guess I guess being proven, you know, and tried I keep on forgetting exactly what it is. Olivia, sorry. I'm not gonna tell you anymore. I just want to hear your voice out here. Say it again. Let's hear your voice. One who is proven through testing. Proven through testing. I hope I'm remembering that right. Okay. Because now I've said it multiple times. <laughs> I'm really I'm really annoyed in by your moving head, the microphone, so I'm just gonna put it between us and then we can each lean in whenever we no, talk. That works. Okay. Just don't do it at the same time. By the way, we're 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 in person again because I came out to be at uh, oh, yeah. at Olivia's entrance. Oh, that's a great so, part of that. Yeah. yeah. So we're 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 in person, thank God, sitting at the table in my in my Pustinia. It was so fun to see her. Her, see you arrive. We we surprised Olivia. She didn't know that because there's coming. not a lot of people here for these. I mean, these are just very simple yeah, affairs. Your, your not, entrance, your yeah. entrance is usually immediate family, um, a couple priests, and then two friends. Wow, that's not in COVID times. This is right. That's just times. that's just what our entrances are like. So so yeah. I, I just know that Mother Theodora has a real hard time saying no to me. So it's just like by the way, I'm coming to <laughs> I'm coming to Olivia. She's like oh, okay. <laughs> 
You really think you deserve to be one of the few in the proud? I'm like, uh, no, but I want to come anyway. <laughs> so anyways, it was really fun. And Olivia's face was just, I've never seen such shock on her face. And it was really, yeah. I thought for sure she would have figured it out by now. Like I was like, absolutely, Mother Eliana's going to, because every time we told Mother Eliana, we'd say, Mother Eliana, remember, Father Michael coming is a surprise. And she was like, oh, I'm so glad you said that. I didn't know. Like four times. <laughs> like she's going to say it. <laughs> Either that or Olivia didn't know when she's hiding it really, really well. No, no way. No, okay. I had absolutely no idea. No idea. All right. I was I was in my cell praying like the whole day. I was just in silence until Vespers for the entrance. And um and then I get a knock on my door and it's Mother Theodora and she's like, Come here, we have like a, I don't know if she said a surprise or something. And I and my cell's right by the dining room. So like I just walk through the door and then there's Father Michael and I'm just like what? <laughs> and Father Michael wearing like normal clothes too. Yeah, that's weird. And, and a baseball hat, which is my traveling garb. For the for the, I normally, I guess I should explain that. I normally, I like traveling in clerics because I like being available to people. But I had a sixth sense, I think, this time. But I also, I, oh, man. If, if I think I'm going to sleep the whole flight and like just sit there drooling on myself for three hours, I will almost always wear civvies because I just, I, it's just not a good look for a priest to be passed out cold. Um, in a plane for hours. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's fine. Maybe that's good evangelization. Um, but anyway, but this time I did have a, I think I had, I had forgotten to eat and I had not slept in a while. And anyway, that, that's a bad combination for most people I know, but for me, but I, I got, I got sick on the plane. Like it came on me like nothing. And I stood up from my seat, which was thank God, like row six. And I was like, I can make it to the bathroom in the front. Cause I felt like I was going to throw up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I made it like four steps and then I just blacked out and I fell, actually I fell against the pilot's door, like like <laughs> passed that out against the pilot's him. door. And I still remember, it was, I, I hate to go laughing at this, but the poor flight attendant was like, sir, you need to wear a mask. Oh my gosh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I fell against the door. And then I hear them, I'm like, I'm with enough for him, like, is there any medical professions on the, professionals on the plane? Oh man. And I was like, I was pretty calm. I was like, I should sit down a second. She, poor thing. She she got ice. She was so dear. She got ice up out of my head, but like the bag was so leaky, like they're like water dripping all over my face. <laughs> they turned the light on and saw it. She's like, Oh, it's leaking. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> anyway, that would I was not in clerics because that would have been I have I have blacked out in clerics from not eating or 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 sleeping. I did it in a hospital once. I was Uh. visiting somebody that was in a really bad place after a suicide attempt. And I I just spent like days in the hospital and then forgot to eat or sleep and then just stood up too fast one time and went down. Anyway, enough Um, about me not taking care of myself. Yeah. So the this was supposed to be my episode, right? Um, but then Father Michael decides that he wants to do the episode (sighs) and um And I wanted Olivia on it because because She's a dog, must know. yeah, so he he wants to do an episode on the entrance service, right? The service I for just, the yeah, entrance I, of into the monastery. Yeah, I want to I want to talk about the beauty of the prayers um, for something that's this simple because we've talked about this before. A couple of the lines in here from when you mm-hmm. had your entrance, Sister Natalia. Um, but I just I, I saw it again last night, and then something that I, I preached on this morning that also that Bishop Milan preached on last night that I thought was very powerful. So th- 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 those, those two things together, um, I just thought it was, it was beautiful. And since we have you here, Olivia, and since you've been on before a couple times as an audience member, um, and also you, you, you're part of our, uh, you're part of our, our, our team media here on the team. podcast. Media team. She does our art because she's a pro at that. Um, 
Okay, so uh, I think what I'll do, if you don't mind, sister, can I just take over? That's yes. Okay, um, so <laughs> I uh, I want I'm just going to read. I, I want to read the two prayers, both of them. The second prayer I think is more is more. There's more to go on, more to like talk about um, in the first one. But I'll just and then I I really and by the way, listeners, don't please don't get mad at me. Um, Olivia did say, Dokomos Olivia did say in the beginning that she's not going to have much to say. So like I I. I I, I oh, think that's it's a just, good thing to point so, out. Yeah. So she's, in other words, she's, I think she's being like the mother of God in Luke, right? You're, you're pondering these things in your heart. You just stole that line from me. I uh, said that before the podcast. Oh, really? I yeah, was I didn't hear you. before you said it. So. <laughs> <laughs> All three of us are fighting over who was right first. <laughs> <laughs> so she, so, she, so Olivia, we're, I don't, don't get mad at me for not having her talk more. This is just, this, we're going to let her talk as much as she wants, but it, she's in a very reflective place because it's only been like, what, 15 hours or something like that since all this went down, um, which is why I want to talk about it now, um, but we'll, we'll let her throw it. So I'm, I'm going to read the prayer, um, and then um, Sister and I will go back and forth, and then Olivia, please jump in. I'd, I'd love to hear anything, absolutely anything from you. Um, experiences of last night, experiences of, of today, of last week, whatever it is. Um, so this is... Uh, uh, this happens at Vespers, and when when a woman enters a monastery at Vespers, then you you go from the Perkimenon. So the Perkimenon is the the change of liturgical day. So as soon as the Perkimenon is done, you're now in the next liturgical day. So technically, you you entered on Ascension. So so sometimes when we have um, like a major transition from feast to fast or fast to feast, um, there are there are for some of those times that. Um, like even the linens are mm-hmm. changed during the prokemenon. Yep, exactly. Like from, from gold like to Easter red. Or, vigil. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or at, or at uh, Forgiveness Vespers, right before the Great right. Fast begins. Okay, um, so, so after the prokemenon, so now it, is, now it is Ascension, right after that we hear the Old Testament readings from Ascension, because that's when they go, and then you hear special readings, as this says, for the entrance of a dokimos. And this one is... Can I just, can I just put out um, a disclaimer? Yes, go ahead. I don't know how much of this is like at any Eastern Catholic monastery or how much of this is like a service that we developed at our monastery. So Sister Natalia just made this up a couple days ago. and uh, <laughs> No, I just mean um, like the, yeah, I don't like- Oh, I, the readings might not be traditional. Right, the saying. readings, okay. even, even the prayers might be, I'm not sure if it's like for the entrance of a dokimos. Like this is actually the, part of the, the prayer is the, the blessing of the habit. Yeah. Like when you receive your habit at your tonsure. Yeah. And so anyways, all of oh, that, I, I think we kind of put, I could be wrong. It might be in a- This is an ancient tradition for Christ at Bragroom Monastery. <laughs> right, which is so ancient because we started in 2009. <laughs> so anyways, it might be, it might be a real thing, but I, I, my intuition is that like we wanted a service for the entrance of a dokimos. I, I don't know that other places have that. Other I places see. it might just be kind of like you just come in. All right, good good disclaimer. So, but the, the, these are the prayers we heard last night. I think it was very fitting and very beautiful. Correct. Um, so, uh, so and I actually don't know because you guys didn't put what the readings are. So the first reading is Philippians, um, but I don't know where in Philippians. Um, you don't have Philippians memorized. I do not. That's I, embarrassing. I certainly don't have the Protestant skill of knowing all the verses. Um, but it begins, Therefore, my beloved brethren, as you have always obeyed, so now not only as in my presence, but even more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. That's easy enough one to find if you want to Google it. Work out your salvation with fear and trembling. That actually fits very well with, with the definition um, of being proven by tried. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> oh, proven tried, by tried. testing. <laughs> 
when I was when I was literally when I was doing um, the a class for Lux and at like Lux. Lux University and I had to do eight classes and I had to do I had to so I had to teach like a twenty minute course and then I had to say at the end of every single one some phrase and Leah um, Leah Darrow who runs Lux was sitting there like with the camera and she says at the end of each one I want you to say something like. Um, like just say the words, uh, ladies. Great being with you. You know the next course will be, you know, coming in a week or whatever. She wanted me to say. I forgot it every single time, and I would just make up some phrase like, and I would see her in the background, just be like, "Do you want me to write this down for you, Father?" I'm like, "I'm sorry, I, my brain doesn't work this way." Anyway, it works very well with the definition of dokimos. Um, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. In other words, this is this is going to be an effort. Be an effort. Um, the bishop says this while he has his his hands on her head as as a blessing. Um, and then it says the new Dokimos is given a blessing by the bishop. The bishop and Dokimos then come to the tetrapod. Are you not going to share the gospel? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I I, I I even skipped. I just I skipped a page. Okay, so the gospel is from Matthew, um, and where at that time Jesus said, "Ask, it'll be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it'll be open to you." Um, Etc. Can I say something about that? Please. Um, I something that I really like about this passage. I was just talking to the community about this a couple of days ago. Um, is that I was reading in the the Orthodox Study Bible that um, the the Greek. So if this is wrong, then blame the Orthodox Study Bible, and not me, please, because I don't speak Greek. <laughs> the Greek for the words ask, seek, knock mm-hmm. are are the the form of the Greek that implies like continual action. So it's not just like ask oh, once. Like persevere. Yeah, it's not just ask once. It's like mm. be always asking, <laughs> be mm. always seeking, mm. be always knocking. And so mm. I think that also fits very well with with the definition of, of dokomos is, yeah. is um, proven by fire. That's what it was, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, the, um, yeah, it's just that like you're, you're proven by testing yeah. and, and it's, a, it's a continual testing, a continual, mm. um, yeah, so I like that. Amen, and then, then also the assurance at the end. Um, mm. What man of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If then you who are evil know how to give good things to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven good good things to those who ask him? Um, so the, I, I imagine, especially if I know the Eastern way, there, there's we don't, we don't talk much about comfort. I mean, the, the spirit is the comforter. <laughs> we translated that. But there, there, especially when it comes to monasticism, there's not much. I mean, even I love I love the tradition of the bishop when the when the monk or the nun brings him the scissors for the final tonsure, mm-hmm. he like throws him away. Like, like it's actually like a, a, a sign of rejection, uh, you know. Um, and and then which which is kind of a a very interesting double rejection because even the life of a monastic is kind of a is you would never say they're worthy of that. But he's saying even you're you're not even worthy of not being worthy of something. Is that? Did you just make that up? Which one? Because that's not my interpretation of why the bishop throws the scissors. Sorry, what's your interpretation? I thought it was. We've always said that it's a matter of of showing. Uh, you might be you might be right. Oh, I, we've, I believe we've you. always You're the said monastic. that it's the it's um us showing the free will. Of like the bishop says, pick up the scissors, take up the scissors and give them to me. So we have to take the scissors and give them to him. And then when we do that, so then he throws them. And then we we the nun go and retrieve them and bring them to him. And he says again, oh, I pick see. up the scissors. In other words, you so could he have does had it an excuse. Thrice. He does it thrice, and every time we're saying like, "I am choosing this," like, okay. and and we are persevering, and we are okay. So he's um, giving you an out, in other yeah. words. Yeah, but okay. it, it could be. I mean, 
Yeah, it could be both. It could be that okay. he, like it, it could be that this is the the way of saying that like no, I want this. I am choosing this, and I'm willing to persevere even if. Um, even if you're going to to test it and to to reject, oh, okay. and it, so it could be both, I guess. We'll kind ask. of kind of like the the um, monks who would just have to like stay at the gate of the monastery, and and they're just like that's what I thought continually. It, was. it could it could be. I actually like that a lot. Yeah, but it's probably it's probably somewhere in between. But I, yeah. I will we'll ask someone who knows. We, we, we've gotten away from the whole. We start every podcast with what we messed up on last time. <laughs> things you said wrong. Things that you need to question. That was not what it was supposed to be. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be at the beginning of the episode. Further we share thoughts. further thoughts and reflections, not just like everything we got wrong. It's we're my head. Clarify. I'm like, so I said this, and I meant the. I guess the exact opposite is true. So just I'm not like heretic. This is this is what it is. So anyway, so yeah, so that that's the. But I I, I do see a bit of a bit of comfort in that. Anything, Olivia, about the readings? I don't want to pressure you too much to say anything. No? no. Okay. You're just milling the stuff over in your head. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, so then at this point then, uh, the one who desires to become a dokimos comes and stands before the bishop. The bishop places his hand on her head. And then he says, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Olivia's name is in here, so I'm just going to read it. O God and Savior, bless the good intention of this your handmaiden, Olivia, and grant a good beginning to her time in the monastery. Bless her efforts with the grace of your most holy spirit and make her life and work well-pleasing in your sight. Assign a guardian angel to banish from her every enemy and obstacle, whether visible or invisible. Finally, grant her strength and courage that according to your will, she may persevere until the end in her chosen path through the favor and the goodness of your only begotten son with whom you are blessed, together with your all-holy good and the life-giving spirit, now and ever and forever. Amen. Amen. So I, I love the fact that we that we understand that she needs courage. Um, this is the, again a good beginning. Um, make her life well pleasing in your sight. This is someone who's especially in the language of this monastery is discerning becoming the spouse of God. You know, um, mm. you're you're you're, oh, you're beginning like the process of being well pleasing um, to God. Um, and then this weird thing we were talking about this morning is uh, give her another guardian angel um, to to protect her. It's almost like. You know, you're you're going to need a second one because of the immensity of the attacks of the devil. Yeah, can I? I I and I don't know. I was just thinking about this. I don't know um, if something. Sorry, I'm not trying to call you guys out, but I I don't actually know the answer to this. If um the if if our guardian angel is is assigned to us at at birth or at baptism? Baptism. Okay, so that's really interesting. Well, I don't know if it's baptism, but it's it's some part during the catechumenate. Okay, that's very interesting because um, because at our life profession, and I've talked about this on the podcast before, I think, but um, I'm when when I actually make my life profession, um, I want to do a whole podcast on just that service because mm-hmm. it's so incredible. Oh, yeah. Which, by the way, I've gotten emails from listeners about my life profession and I realize I've never actually said this on the podcast, I think because I was like, yeah, I'll believe it when I see it kind of thing. But um, <laughs> but um, I'm going to be life professed with Sister Petra, the nun um, next to me in formation um, on September 26th. And I think that date is pretty solid at this nice. point. COVID seems like, yeah, so... Um, September 26th. Anyways, a life profession, you can, you can never be baptized a second time, right? You're baptized and one and done. Um, but the East, maybe West too, I'm sorry, I don't know about the Western traditions. In the East, a life profession of a monk 
is seen as like the closest you can get mm-hmm. to a second baptism. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's interesting that like in this stage, especially if this is one of the things that we took from other a later one other mm-hmm. services, like it's interesting that we're saying like on this way on this on this um, path of monasticism, you're being assigned a guardian angel. Mm-hmm. Um, because our first guardian angel is assigned at, at mm-hmm. baptism, so that's pretty cool. It, and it's also with um, it's it's a second baptism because it involves death and new life. Mm-hmm. Because it, mm-hmm. it, it's the the closest that a human being can get to living out the life of Christ and and the intensity of the relationship with those monasticism. And that's why it's the highest calling. Um, but also the uh, do you know what else has been called by the Father as a second baptism that all of us who are baptized can can go through. Funeral? Not a funeral. That that makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. because of course your your truly your body's dying and, and let me your think, just died. Let me think, let me think. Um But what think think of the think of the, the cleansing aspect. Confession. Oh confession. Got it. confession. <laughs> yeah. Confession has also been called a second baptism, but n- but not nearly as much as monastic tantra mm-hmm. because th- that really is the the full embracing of baptism. I mean, th- this is a big discussion now in social media and in in, in theology about what is, you know, because we in the East do say, and this is a lot of this comes from John Paul too, when when um when he says, you know, it, uh, the, the the monasticism is the ideal, mm-hmm. and everybody who's not a monk like me, I'm the only one in the room here who's not actively either uh, uh, living the monastic life. Yeah, both of you yeah. are living the monastic life, so I'm the only one who's not here. Like, like we we just try to do that as much as possible. Like, like we we try to live that out. Now, now again, there's some discussion here about about what what that means. You don't want to feel guilty for not doing it, of course, but. Anyway, how does um, it feel to be in the presence of two monastics? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very honored. Thank you, ladies. Um, yeah. So, uh, but I, I like that, sister. There, there, there's the guardian angel. I, th- I think there's there's a little bit of that too. There, there, you're you're participating in um, the reality of of what you normally get at your first baptism. You're also, in a sense, getting at this baptism, at mm. the second baptism. But also, I think there is a. Um, be ready, Olivia. There's a uh, uh, the attacks of the devil are going to be intensified, but at the same time, you also have this extra protection that is of God. I mean, God's the one protecting you. Of course, Jesus Christ is the one who's protecting so you. So much attack from the devil. But he's he's <laughs> but he's sending you a guardian angel so that you are in a sense even more protected than us because you need it because the attacks are are heavier. That's how I read this. You know, um, yeah. Love it. The next prayer is the one that's like really. Just heart piercing. So then it says the new Dokimos is given a blessing by the bishop. The bishop and Dokimos then come to the tetrapod, the little square table in the front, where the bishop blesses the head covering and the cross. Uh, so yesterday, um, when when Olivia was in silence and she walked out, when I surprised her, what you were you wearing? Jeans and a sweater. And then, like exercise. Clothes, Exercise clothes. Like, I don't remember exactly. But I remember you. You I had, didn't bring anything else. You, you were wearing some color at least. And I then when I, I saw you walk a out, t-shirt. Okay, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and and then you and then you walk. And that might be the. I might be the last time. If God wills it, and you will it. Anybody sees you in uh, in like normal girl clothes. Anyway, um, I'm honored, I guess. So then, like, like <laughs> a couple hours later, a couple hours later, you walk out to what? Do one last final confession or spiritual direction or something, mm-hmm. right? And she was wearing black, all black, which is a preparation for 
for this service. So mm-hmm. it, it, it struck me when I saw her, your, her, your hair was done up and, and, and you, mm-hmm. anyway, it was cool. Um, so then, so then now she's wearing a, a black skirt and a black shirt. Um, and then there's what, what you're now wearing, a head covering, a, a, like a bandana. A head scarf. A head scarf. That <laughs> th- thing you used to, to rob banks. Okay. Oh, it is a bandana. So what are you talking about? What? You're so cute. Is it not a bandana? It's not. We don't, I, we don't call it a bandana. It's a head scarf. <laughs> you're such a man. Oh, I love it. All right. So she's wearing a black bandana and, and she, uh, Do you know? it's like there to be blessed. Can I have a can I have a cowboy moment? Yes. You know, someone Speaking was of. someone was talking. Speaking of bandanas, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. He always has a bandana. Anyways, um, that's his COVID mask. Um, I, I miss cowboy. I miss cowboy, and I miss Paul, and I miss the Schneers, and I miss the Miley's, and I miss the Adams family so much. These are all the LA people. Oh, I fell in love with like LA. It was really hard. I was there for three weeks. I know. It's crazy. Anyways, um, cowboy bandana. Man, you're a man. Okay, this is where I was going with this. Um, when I was in LA, someone was talking to me about um, about the podcast and about um, why it's been so, one of the reasons it's been so fruitful for them, um, which like we've had a lot of people reach out about how it's been really fruitful. I, I really appreciate that. Those emails are just like really good for my heart, um, especially when I'm in like a time of doubt or whatever. So thank you for that. Um, but... Um, but this this reason I had never heard before, and it had never crossed my mind. But but this person said you are the you're the only like Catholic podcast that I listen to that I know that's a man and a woman mm-hmm. who are not married. Um, and I'm just she was like there are podcasts with priests together, there are podcasts with with women together, there are podcasts with with lay men together, but like and couples and like and couples, couples yeah. but not. Um, but not a celibate man and a celibate woman. And I was like, that's very interesting. It didn't even, um, and, and she was just moved by the, um, uniqueness. Yeah. The uniqueness of that. Yeah. So I, I forget who, I, who you can tell me later on. I forget who it was, but somebody said the same thing to me. Okay. They, they were, they were, uh, they were, they were sharp. So, so yeah. if you're listening, yeah, thank you for sharing that because that's something I don't think I would have thought of either. Yeah. The uniqueness of that. Sorry for the abrupt stop. This episode will be continued in next week on the next episode when we recorded this initially as one podcast, but since we went long because the topic is worthy of it, we will continue this episode next week. May the Lord bless you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Amen.